Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join me or my co-host, Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? Joseph. Yellow. Jay here. Cuckoo! We're going to be discussing old man rage movies. Well, which... I, I just want to say how this, how, how this sort of came about. <laughs> yeah, that's a good We were experience. talking about doing the best performance ever of Denzel Washington, and we pretty much agreed that the world doesn't need to hear what the four whitest dudes on earth think of Malcolm X. <laughs> you know? Like, True. So, I, I, and I was kind of thinking that Denzel went through this transition where he's became like this old man rage guy, where action movies have sort of changed into just being the purview of old men, and he's really become a star in that. Yeah, so it's a second career for him. Yeah, it is. It's it's like it's been like a second wind to his career. Who he's knows? not the only one, though. No, he's not the only one. <laughs> Liam Neeson also uh, probably would not have touched these movies to begin with. Then he was in The Phantom Menace, and I don't know if he thought, oh, this is way easier. I don't have to act in right. this anymore. And then decided that's all he's going to do from here on out. Taken it's, also got him oh, yeah, 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 right yeah. on that road. I think, I think Phantom <laughs> Menace kind of introduced him, but Taken was the yeah. one that was like, right. oh, shit, I can make money. When he heard himself take that phone call and say, I, I know where you will be, he yeah. was like, oh. I think he jazzed himself up. And he's like, you know what? I can't <laughs> I have, do this. I have <laughs> a specific set of skills. <laughs> I would almost go that might be the most iconic scene of any movie in the 90s. I mean, oh, in yeah. the audience. Yeah. Like, you know, like... Everyone's made a crack about that. Yeah, yep, yep. And it's just a dude talking on a cell phone. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so yeah, I guess we're gonna do a compare on just straight action movie parts of their. I mean, there's, is there, the, there is, is definitely the there is definitely a greater theme at work here, right? Because I feel like there there has been a a big uh, gap in the last fifteen, maybe twenty years of new action stars that I think is part of the problem. Well. Uh, there, there was definitely a time when we were like trying to shove a bunch of like twenty, thirty some odd year right. olds into these parts, and they just did not have the charisma or the backing to to do this kind of thing. Well, those people only come to see event movies now, so or they stay home and watch Netflix. So you know, all these guys who wouldn't have touched an action movie in the eighties and nineties, or maybe thought they moved beyond it, has sort of come back to it because the only guys going to see action movies are usually old dudes. I also think, though, to Justice's point, like, we don't really have, like, the next Tom Cruise or Will Smith or, like, this young... Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, Mm -hmm. even. I mean, Bruce Willis was kind of old man rage when he came for in sure it. but i mean uh, honestly that's i think that's one of the reasons he was su- kind of successful because yeah. he you know I, I think there's a thing about putting people who are particularly too young where they lose a, an amount of credibility and whatever they're like you know in yeah. being right. a badass kind of thing i mean I, I think probably will smith and tom cruise are the best at that like those 90 action flick for it was just <laughs> I mean, Tom Cruise was already kind of established when Mission Impossible yeah. came out, but he's still like the young recruit guy in Mission Impossible. He's not the leader in that right. situation. And, and same thing for Will Smith in like Men in Black and stuff. So uh, I, I don't think there, I mean, there's definitely a void for young. I would say probably, as weird as it sounds, maybe John Krasinski is the closest thing we have now with A Quiet Place and with Jack Ryan. I, I was going to say either, you know, John Krasinski or Ryan Reynolds. But then yeah. again, both of those guys are like in their 40s. Yeah. Yesterday you know? was John Krasinski's 40th birthday specifically. So happy birthday, John Krasinski. Yep. But I mean, and there have always been like old guy. I mean, I feel like Rambo's always been fucking old. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I think that's well, just, I mean, the always looked rough. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Except for maybe John McClane, all 80s action movies had been special ops guys in Vietnam. Yeah. So there was always an age to them. Clint, Clint Eastwood, I mean, all of For his, sure. his westerns and fucking Dirty Harry shit. Yeah. He was always old, Grand middle-aged Torino. guy, toting a gun. Gran Torino, he tapped back into that <laughs> same spirit. But yeah. what makes Liam and Denzel so specific is it wasn't their whole career. Right, it was not their thing at all, really. There was a shift. Like, one day these guys are Academy Award-nominated mm. actors, and now they're making two guns and fucking that taken on a plane movie. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Nonstop. Yeah. It's non-stop. confusing because the, the, there's another one that's taken on the train, and that one's the commuter, and the poster is the yeah. exact same. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. He literally made the same movie three times, just yeah. on different sets. Yeah. But it's it's weird. Like, I, it, it, maybe they just hurting for money. Like, I mean, what's what? I, I mean, what I changes. I genuinely think it was. Oh, I mean, I think for Denzel, it's different than for him. What happened to Denzel is he did probably the most actioning movie, action movie he'd ever done before, which was Training Day. 
And then that's what he got, you know, a fucking Oscar for, you know? Like, he he was doing all this shit that, you know, was an argument for him being the greatest actor on Earth. And then he did this movie that's basically just a cops and robbers movie, and he wins a fucking Oscar for it. And he probably thinks, well, shit, why am I not just doing this all the time? The money and the prestige is there. Yeah. Do you think Training Day is Denzel's best movie? I think it's probably my favorite one to watch, except for one we'll talk about later that I know isn't as good, but I still like to watch it more. Sure. So it's his second best movie. <laughs> What's his What's first his best? best? Man on Fire. Oh, you're going yeah. with Man on Fire? Yeah. Man, Man on Fire is What's great. Liam Neeson's best movie? Oh, it's a good one. I would probably say Star Wars <laughs> Phantom. <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly the one I've watched the most. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, the, the interesting thing about Liam Neeson by comparison is I don't know exactly how he got the Taken role in the first place. Right. Um, I don't know, like, what yeah. alignment of stars, but for sure, like, with, with the rampant, unexpected success of that movie, it launched him into a completely different correct uh, direction for his career. And also, I believe right around that time is when his wife passed away. Mm. And so he just, like, got work. Because I just going back through his, his uh, filmography, comparatively, way more prolific than Denzel. And, it, I, I mean, he's doing all the things that we're going to talk about today, but he's also doing a bunch of other shit that we're not going to talk about today. Well, I I mean, I think Taken was the big switch for him just because I don't think, I don't think they expected that movie to be the hit what it was. And that was the first thought of like, oh shit, maybe this is who for action movies are for. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you guys think about Keanu? Do you think he fits in this category? I mean, he kind of was in action movies with the matrix, but besides the matrix, I think yeah, the John wicks are better taken. I mean, (laughs) Oh, they're way better taken, but I still, even though he's, he's pushing as 50. old as these dudes, yeah. I don't view him as an old yeah, guy. Yeah. And, and I'd really, even though those are revenge movies, I don't really see them as rage, you know? Yeah. yeah. And someone's, someone's going to have to correct I, me if I'm wrong on this one, but for Taken specifically, it is a bad father's power fantasy. Right. I don't, no, know, totally. I don't know if that applies to any of the Denzel movies no, as that's much. That's super true. That is, that's maybe the most accurate take you've ever had. <laughs> but it, it is 100% a deadbeat dad's it's, fantasy. Yeah, it's... it's, it's How I can I make it all better? Yeah, <laughs> right. uh, In know, one day. It's one of those things where, you know, there's like a popular thing on the internet where like, when when you're a kid, and this was the same for me when I was in school, you think if something like bad's gonna happen, like somebody comes in with a gun, you're gonna be the one that gets up and like disarms the guy. You're not gonna be afraid. You're gonna fucking right. take. This is right. the exact same thing, but for sixty year old men, right. uh, where you know it's it's like a kind of a deadbeat dad can't really connect with his daughter. She's going on a trip that he doesn't really approve of. Right. She she gets off the plane in Europe, gets kidnapped by a, a, a sketchy guy with an accent, addicted to drugs, and sold into sex slavery instantly. Right. And he single-handedly comes and brings them back. <laughs> it's uh, it's ridiculous. Okay. But it does happen very quick, too. It's not a good movie. No, it's it's a great movie. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's so I guess we're starting action. with Taken. <laughs> it's the 80s action movie. Just transplanted. I'm gonna, I'm looking at his filmography right now. This dude, you're right. He has made Taken like a hundred times. I mean, he definitely saw this and like, I'll just keep doing this. A walk among the tombstones. Look, run all night. Look, okay. Taken with Hang on. I'm, I'm defending a walk among the tombstones because that's not actually a bad movie. It's it's like it's like the the gritty version of Taken. That's where the hill like, you're gonna die so, on. In, in, somewhat. Uh, I, have you have you guys seen Run All Night? No, I it's haven't. a really disappointing one. It's really disappointing. I know it's Joel Kinnaman, right? Correct. So yeah. this is one of those talking about action stars not being able to to kind of create new action stars. Because this, this is a guy we've definitely tried to make. Him for sure, this is this is another like passing of the baton movie. This is post RoboCop. Right. It's, you know Joel Kinnaman is supposed to be the up and comer, but it's the the main stars are um, Liam Neeson and Ed Harris, and essentially it's Liam Neeson versus Ed Harris. Joel Kinnaman is Liam Neeson's son. He kills Ed Harris's son. That's the movie. It's a revenge movie from there on out. And it should be way more fun. And it sounds not. fun. Like, the way it's you're just, I want. Yeah, I, I think I remember this now. It was it was like a more like serious drama. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. it just it it just never quite lives up to like what you hope it's gonna be. Right. But yeah, what I noticed is basically all these movies post taken, you could just be like like Snowpiercer, taken in the snow. Like you could do that with every single one of these like action movies he's made post taken. I know what movie you were talking about, but I don't know the name of it, and it wasn't Snowpiercer. Hold on. What, it the was Cold Pursuit. Cold Pursuit. Cold Pursuit. <laughs> yeah. Cold Pursuit. That one. 
I never watched that one. I I had heard that it was more of like a he, lampoon of his. He was a snowplow driver who killed people. Now, did I watch it? No, but the trailers made it look serious. The most disappointing of all these movies to me is The Gray, yep. which I thought was going to be Liam Neeson versus Wolves. Yeah, taken with a plane crash. But it was him <laughs> just fucking cold. Yeah. The whole time. I this is one of those that really divides people because I know people who fucking love this movie. No, I'm, I'm I also know people who just can't sit through it. It's so fucking boring. Yeah. I thought it was going to be kind of like have you guys seen Sly Stallone and Cliffhanger? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was going to be like more like that, action-y, you know, oh. he's going to kill some people with some traps. But no, I don't. I'd forgotten about the gray till you just mentioned it. But yeah, that, that one did well. Yeah. As a person who lived in Alaska, I thought it was like kind of, you know, give me some reminiscent feels. No, I was just real fucking bored the whole time. I am not a huge Liam Neeson fan. We I'm, know this about uh, yeah. you. I, I, I don't care for many of his movies. Taken is probably the best one of these that he's done. Oh, that's definitely true. And I haven't watched any of the ripoffs. I can't believe he made two sequels to Taken. Yeah, I'm just looking. They, they completely escaped my recollection. Yeah, one of one of them, the the mother gets kidnapped. The other one, the mother gets killed. Right. I think. Yeah. This is spoilers for Taken two and three. In case you're uh, spoiled, you're really worried about. If, okay. If, if you haven't seen them, don't just watch the first one. It's it's yeah. a fun movie, and the other two aren't. Famic Jansen. Famke yeah. Jansen. Yeah. She gets killed in number three. Yeah, and he, so. he gets framed for it, and then it's his daughter's got to clear it or some shit. Oh, I may be Jesus. making that up completely. You probably wrote a better movie right then. <laughs> Isn't uh, who the fuck is the daughter in that movie? Maggie, Isn't... Maggie, Maggie Grace. Yeah, Maggie Grace from Lost. I was going to say yeah. she's from Lost. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The, she's not good in Lost, but she was like the brother. Who was her see, brother? A Boone was her brother. Yeah, Boone. I think she was great because she was supposed to be the most annoying person on the island, and she and was, she was the most annoying person. And then the moment she wasn't as annoying is when she got you know one hundred percent. The moment you got on board, it's like, man, I think she's all right, dead. Yeah. She was like one step above Nikki and Paolo. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a lost deep cut right there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Nonstop, which... Nonstop, I watched... Taken on a plane. And look, <laughs> I will say, like, the, tw- the twist in, in Nonstop, which is the whole idea that Liam Neeson is kind of like the canary in the coal mine and no one will pay attention to him and he's right. getting framed for it, is kind of a fun twist on the of the taken yeah. on a plane. It adds an extra element to it. You know what it is? It's it's like the same thing you just talked about about dead Pete dads, but for alcoholics. Yeah, it's the <laughs> oh, but he's an alcoholic, but he really knows what's up. He can get it together and he can save the day. <laughs> All his movies have a catnip hook for somebody. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Ian has ragged on me for years that in a drought of not watching great movies, for some reason I stayed late at work. Yeah. To watch this movie one night. <laughs> and watched, you know what? It was okay. I don't regret it. It's fine. No, yeah. He, like, comic book movies, nothing. And he hadn't watched anything for, like, a year. And then I'm like, what's up, man? What you doing? He's like, man, I just watched nonstop. I'm like, hmm. That was the one to bring you back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that was. Yeah, because I remember specifically, I think it was out around the time of Guardians 2. And I didn't watch Guardians 2 till it was almost out of the theater. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it was out of the theater. But the keys were still good for two days. So I watched it. Little insider about the life there for y'all yep. out there listening. <laughs> Nonstop, though. I don't know. Is there any other ones we haven't touched on? Uh, there's a lot we haven't touched on. But is there any we want to touch? Yeah, on? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple that aren't don't quite fall into the category. There's a that, there's a movie called Unknown, which I didn't watch. Either. It's unknown. Scary, scary taken. <laughs> it's scary. That kind of sounds like that's what it would be. Uh, Horror taken. Yeah, and then there are other action movies that he's a part of. There's the the Clash of the Titans movies where I think he's Zeus. Yeah, he plays Zeus. They, oh yeah, yeah he was Zeus. He's the... Zeus and Rafe finds his Hades. What yeah. are those movies? I Why aren't what, those movies I better? I never watched so those. I tell you what, oh, the first one seems like it's going to be a thing. And then the second one confirms that it's not. It's definitely not. The problem is the lead. It's what's his face? Sam Worthington. Yeah, Sam Worthington. Speaking of guys got pushed on us hard. And he's coming back for all those Avatar sequels. He's coming back for a lot of Netflix movies. Uh, (laughs) I I watched his last Netflix movie. I can't believe that he's they, they didn't correct course because he may have been a thing when taken I mean not taken when Avatar uh, Avatar wasn't. happened but he's not gonna no be I know he's I think is they Avatar think, gonna be a thing when Avatar comes I don't back think so. <laughs> the, I, the first trailer is gonna be huge for that <laughs> I think the thought on that dude was that he was gonna be the new Tom Cruise he's that blank slate but he's a really boring blank slate yeah mm-hmm. he's also a battleship. Based yep. on these he's, hit he's in very little board of Battleship. Game. <laughs> he's on uh, Battleship is another one of those guys that and, who I like, but they've tried. What's his name? Uh, John John Carter. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Taylor John, Hitch. Taylor, Taylor Hitch. Hitch. Yeah. He was Hitch. a guy that we tried so hard to yeah. make an action yeah. movie. I like him and Sam Worthington. Probably Hitch have a lot in common. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, he's in Dark Knight, not Dark Knight, Batman Begins yeah. and Dark Knight. I didn't Rises. realize he's not billed as a Rachel Ghoul. He's billed as his made-up character. Well, I mean, because yeah. that's the twist in that movie. Yeah, in Dark Knight Rises, I guess he cameoed. I don't. It's like a flashback. Yeah, he's yeah. like a flashback cameo. Yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, the other action movies in that is actually a good action movie. Is the A Team as, uh, as yeah? Well, I, lo- I, I love the I love the A Team. I wish it would have been more. Yeah, I definitely could have done sequels. It's with funny that. though because when they first said that they they were going to make an A Team movie, you know who I wanted to play uh, Hannibal. Denzel Washington. That would have been dope as shit. I wanted Denzel as Hannibal, and I wanted Stone Cold Steve Austin as B.A. Barack. That's fun. Was it Rampage Jackson? He was. Oh my god, it absolutely was. (laughs) What a wild card they went with. Yeah, (laughs) but that movie was fun. That's a fun movie. I watched it more than once, and I don't know why I haven't watched it lately. Yeah. It's been a couple years, but that's a great that transition. That is a spectacular transition. To the other star of this curious career switch, right. Denzel Washington. Denzel, and I really feel like Denzel's the one who's done better with it. Because he's done, I think, a lot of good, act, even if they're not great action movies. And there's a couple that are great, but he's done a lot of really good action movies in this. I don't know that, yeah, I don't know if any of them are great. I don't know if any of them are good. I have more fun watching. Right. Hang on yeah, a second. I, I think there's more substance to him. Like, like these, you can explain these Liam Neeson's in one sentence. I feel like he's acting a little bit more in some of these. A little more, you know, there's more meat on the bone there. I feel I, like you guys are really stretching some <laughs> of these movies. We're going to get to it, but... What is the name of them? Yeah, what you got? I mean, I know, you know, we talk about Training Day as kind of the original where, where Denzel is first breaking into right. this... this Action genre, but definitely Man on Fire, I think, is the turning point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Man on Fire is, is an action movie. Yep. And, and man, if you want to watch an older dude uninterrupted just kick people's ass for yep. two hours, this is the movie for you. And yeah. even there, you're right. He's acting a bit. He's like a, a bodyguard, ex army guy, PTSD, and he's like becomes the body uh, the the bodyguard for a little girl. Who, yep. I think it's a Mexican like rich guy. Right. I don't think he's a yeah. politician. And, uh, you know, involved with the cartel. And then, you know, it, there's always a conspiracy, of course. Lots of cars blowing but up. But he tortures. Like, I mean. Because yeah. she gets kidnapped, right? Yeah. yeah. It's kidnapped. exactly the same plot is taken, except yeah. it's way a job instead yeah. of family. And, and it's way better. And he, yeah, it's it's really. I mean, and he's it's, hard it's drinking. And grainier. And yeah. the shots are closer up. and It's like his shot yeah, on the professional. It's Tony Scott movie. It's more, it's more serious than. Mm-hmm. I mean, Taken's not the Taken's light. It, but, yeah. I mean, the only thing Taken has on it. Is that phone call scene? Yeah, because that phone call scene is really memorable, and I can't think of a scene like that from Man on Fire. But overall, Man on Fire because Taken was PG thirteen, right? Ooh, I don't know that because like John, was R. The, the torture scene gotta, in Taken is is I'll look pretty it up. intense. But Man on Fire is a hard, not a hard yeah. R, but it's it's an R. Yeah, no, it might be PG thirteen. Now that is. I think about it, I think it is. Yeah, PG thirteen. See, that's oh, crazy. What, yeah, yeah, so that's we don't what. we don't really care about shooting people in the head. Yeah, <laughs> lots of throat punching in the Taken <laughs> yeah. instead of shooting people for sure. Let's see what what was even next. I mean, uh, uh, there you got John Q on there. John Q was around Man of Fire time. Yeah, I I am weary on if this was an action movie or not. But I mean, it is angry older man with a gun. So I suppose in that, yeah, his son needs a medical procedure, and he kind of takes hostage the, at the hospital yep. so that they will do it. And it's based on a true story, and it's it's well done. I feel like there's an argument for being an action movie. If it was in the '90s, this would be an action movie. I'd call The Negotiator an action movie, mm-hmm. and this is similar vibe to that. But uh, but it's a good movie, definitely. Yeah. Was he an Inside Man? Yeah, I was he was an Inside. See, that's Red Light's a good fucking movie. Spike Lee joint. Yeah, yeah. Clive, Inside Man's Clive good. Clive Owen versus Denzel Washington. It is a solid movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the low point of my life was when I was a general manager at a video store, and Inside Man was like sort of the hot rental at that time. And I remember taking it home a lot to ease my troubles. Inside yeah. Man's a good movie. It's got a good twist. Wait, Denzel's the the cop or the bad he's the good guy? guy. He's, the, he's the cop. He is the cop. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Clive Owen. The reason I had him remembered as the bad guy, Clive Owen. I mean, he's not the best of cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you know, yeah. he's Denzel Washington. Yeah. That's he's, kind he's, of he's always got a bit of an edge. <laughs> I had forgotten this is a Spike Lee movie. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. 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 they just came out with the sequel. That was like with Jamie his Fox. most like, commercial. Spike right. Lee's most commercial movie. Like, I'm just gonna make you know a popcorn yeah. good movie. Right. Yeah, he did a good job with it. Well, let's do a couple of bad ones just to even it out. Yeah, what are you talking we about? Got, you know, we Denzel's got, got some good movies. Safe House with Ryan Reynolds. We that's, got Deja Vu, which is the worst movie of that Nicolas Cage movie uh, that's just fucking bonkers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which yeah. one where he plays a blind guy? 
That's Book of Eli. Book of Eli. That's, 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 that's a great I, movie. I, thing, is, I like Book of Eli. It's trash. I, I'm uh, with you, Joseph. Uh, but a lot of people love Book of Eli. <laughs> they're wrong. That's that's a. Li- if we're talking about litmus test, talk about a, Book of Eli. <laughs> I have a buddy who's really good at guessing the twists for movies to his own detriment. Just by telling him there was a twist in Sixth Sense, he immediately guessed Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. So this movie. I was like, man, you should see this movie. There's a fun twist in it. And he was like, is it like Rudger Hauer's The Blind Samurai? God damn it, it's exactly <laughs> like Rudger Hauer's The Blind Samurai. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Yeah. This That's is not it. a fun movie. I hate this movie. I, I, I enjoyed this movie. I, and Gary Oldman chewing up scenery. Gary, Gary Oldman is fun in it. And Safe House is not a bad movie either. Ryan Reynolds is charming. And Denzel, I, I think, is... Pretty good. I feel like I, got th- I never saw he, Safe House. I honestly assassin. don't remember if I've seen this one. Denzel's or not, so like that's not a good sign. That's, that's exactly the point. Denzel's I've, a crazy assassin in this one, I think. And Ryan Reynolds has got to protect him. He's like kind of like a. Which again, I'm pretty I sure. I think you're thinking of the Hitman's Bodyguard, which came out like two years you're, ago. You're, you're, he is, no, but yeah. this is also the same movie <laughs> with Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, I'm not watching it. Yeah, no, I knew I was right. Uh, <laughs> one is a comedy and one is. This is the serious thing. Oh, that's crazy. It's pretty wild. Yeah, that's it, how Ryan Reynolds got the job for yeah. Hitman's Bodyguard. Most likely, a hundred percent. It's uh, it's very forgettable, and Ryan Reynolds wears on me more. With they're time. making Hitman's Bodyguard two. Correct. I if mean, you it made a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. See, this that's how they should do these. It should be old man, young man, because this one succeeded with a young man. You know, because yeah. it had Samuel L. in it. But I just remember Denzel killing him. Hitman's Bodyguard, I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, Ryan Reynolds isn't even that young anymore. Okay, but at least at that point, he was perceived young. Yeah, that okay. was like three or four years That's ago. That's fair. He still, I mean, he still looks better than most people with his shirt off. I just remember Denzel killing with a bunch of people in like a two-way mirror in like a white room. And it was a good scene. So I'm yeah. saying better than Transformers. And also in this era, probably the low point, The Taking of Pelham 123 with John Travolta. Oh yeah, that movie's terrible. I've never seen that one. Which one was it? What is this? It's the one where... Uh, He's the... Nine one one operator, or he does he work for the rail company? I think so. Oh yeah, I totally watched this movie. <laughs> Wait, is this the one with Chris Pine? No, 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 no. That is a oh no, that movie. thing is the Chris Pine one. I haven't watched this movie. <laughs> I this didn't even has, write that one down. That's a good that's movie. Unstoppable. That, I think Unstoppable is an okay movie, except for <laughs> the than ending non-stop. is. <laughs> except for the ending is just hey, let's 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 get off the let's get off the train and yep. stop it. Like you know, like, like two hours into the movie, they're like. Oh, well, we could just do this thing. We could have it done the It's genuinely time. unbelievable that, that was a real movie. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Take him, Pelham 123. I think John Travolta is like a terrorist. Yep. He takes over a subway train. Oh, this is a remake of, I think, a it Carpenter is. movie or something. It is a, a yeah. remake. Yeah, okay, I know what movie this is now. I have yeah. not seen this. And Denzel's on the phone with him the whole time. He's the guy he talks to the whole time. I think I, I, I'm a big Carpenter fan, but I'd never seen the taking of Pelham 123, so I'd never watched this because I was going to watch that one first, and then I never watched neither. It's not I, good. I, so, I do the same thing. So I feel like I feel like we're coming to the but, the real. But but we didn't talk about the Equalizer. Well, uh, yeah, well, I'm coming to that. I feel like I feel like this trend started Man on Fire, and we've, we've like we've dipped. I don't know. And reached and reached a low point, probably around Deja Vu or Pelham of one, two, three, and then we're on the rise because after this he does two guns with uh, Marky Mark. Mark. Which is good. Which is fantastic. I fucking I've, I've never watched this, this and I feel stupid. It's like Two Guns is stupid as shit, but <laughs> yeah. God, is it a good <laughs> so time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is just fun. It's down by like Texas, Mexican border. Yep. There's a lot of dirt and money bills It's just two guys around. who just keep <laughs> lying to each other. You know other. what? Yeah. I just remembered why I didn't watch this movie, and I'm not going to say it on the podcast, but it was because of a person, and I'll tell you guys after the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Looking forward to it. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no, it is, it, is, it is dumb, and it should not be as entertaining as it Aren't is. Aren't they both undercover, and they, don't, and they just don't want to admit correct. it? That's one's correct. One's like a cop, and one's like DEA or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they just keep lying to each other the whole time. And it's funny shit. It's 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 a like an odd duo you wouldn't have expected to work, but it really does. Denzel is kind of a goofy version of who he is in Training Day. Like yes. it's a lot of like the same laugh and like similar looks, but it's like a fun, ridiculous version of that. I, I kind of like that. I highly, <laughs> I genuinely highly recommend. Better this than movie. Transformers. Way better than Transformers. And then yeah, the Equalizer movies, which are just taken. I think. Yeah. Well. I, taken I mean, with like yeah, a former bad government badass guy goes on a killing spree. So, but I mean, it it does have more of a. I feel like this is the right thing to do. Than it's a personal thing. I yeah, need that's to do. true. And it also kind of has like a. I think it was adapted from a TV show because it has like yeah. him in the diner, and every week someone would come in and like 
I got this guy. You got to kill with a, a hammer. Yeah, it was an eighties TV yeah, show. Yeah, you know, and, it, it and, was, you, and you can see how that kind of. But I, I, I still haven't watched the second one, but I fucking love the first one. I haven't seen yeah. the second one either, but that Home Depot scene is yep. the yeah. best scene in all of these fucking movies yeah. we've and, talked about. And this one does have, like, the taken iconic scene. The scene where he walks into the room yep. with all the gangsters and does the watch thing. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's like, the big moment for this movie. And that's that's an R, I think. I think no, that was a hard one. Yeah, at this point, There's a lot like, of holes through yeah, faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, you're right, um... That that Home Depot where he like just takes people out with like home appliance stuff. Yeah, it's so well done. Also, I don't remember the name of the actor playing the bad guy, but he's fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm, when he, I'm so ready for him to be fucking dead by the end of this thing. I enjoy a lot of these Denzel mm-hmm. movies uh, as we're going through them. I think the ones that have suffered, and it's one of the big differences between the two of them, like Deja Vu and even Taking a Poem, took itself way too serious. Right, Deja Vu was way too fucking complex. Doesn't make any sense. Everyone thinks they're going to be nominated for like an Academy Award in it. It's just a stupid movie, right? Uh, Taken of Pelham One Two Three is kind of the same thing. Like it's supposed to be a drama, street crime kind of movie, and it just doesn't work. But when he's having fun, the movies are good right. for sure. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. And Le- I, I think with with a Equalizer, that dude was having a blast. Liam Neeson never looks like he's having fun. No, he doesn't. He's just showing up for the money. <laughs> no, he looks so miserable. That's yeah. true. I don't know if he. I don't know if he enjoys it. I just know he doesn't look like he does. He has to kind of because he keeps him doing. Talk about Phantom Menace is if he had fun doing it, but he still, while he was talking about it, did not look like he had fun talking about having fun in it. Speak, I don't actually know that I've ever seen Liam Neeson actually happy about anything. Right. Really, come <laughs> to think of it, I feel like even his happiness is tinged with a little sadness. Yeah, it's kind of his thing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm biased. I just realized I was talking about a Nicolas Cage movie that was the same thing as, as Deja Vu, but it turns out it was two Nicolas Cage movies I was thinking of and just merged them together in my head, one called Next and one yep. called Knowing. One is about aliens and one is about seeing the future, but they're both kind of about seeing the future. Yep. I yeah. don't know. Anyway, I, I remember both those movies. Those are both I more fun than not watching. They're Jes- both more fun than Deja Vu. Jessica Biel is in one of them, right? I want to I... say Next. I, I am I am maybe America's yes. foremost Nicolas Cage apologist, and I've never watched either of those movies. I've seen them both. <laughs> <laughs> I've also seen them both. The two I just looked at is uh, Magnificent Seven. Magnificent Which Seven. is definitely an action movie. Just I never count. watched the remake. It, it's one of those With, things where I just I just didn't put it just didn't fit the theme as much as like, you know, a lone man goes on a mission to yeah, do yeah, something. Yeah. I the thing about this is is a lot of people don't love it in comparison to the original, which you know isn't even really the original. It's a yeah. remake of the other movie. I, the original is one of my favorite movies, and I also fucking love this shit. He's great in it. Chris Ethan Pratt. Hawk is great in it. He, Chris Pratt doesn't make me want to punch him in the face in it. That's the best uh, I can hope. It has Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, it has Ethan Hawk yeah. and Vincent D'Onofrio and Denzel yeah. in it. Like yeah. those three together makes me excited. Yeah, I don't know if it fits the format, but I highly recommend it. Better than Transformers. Anton Anton Fuqua directed that movie. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure he, he did, did that yeah. and the Equalizer. Equalizer. Yeah. yeah, he loves some Denzel. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does. I think he did another one of these too. But well, I mean, he's training. Days. He's training. Days. Yeah, yeah. That's what that, yeah, yeah they'll so be those, tied forever. Yeah. Those guys have like got a thing together. Maybe that's maybe that's the problem with uh, Liam Neeson is he's hooked up with Luke Besson, who is whose skills Ooh. are diminishing. Yes, <laughs> I'm not sure where the high point was for Luke Besson. <laughs> it's been a while. Oh, it's Fifth Element. <laughs> Fifth Element's overrated. It might have been before the Fifth Element. <laughs> okay, it's probably the it's probably the professional. Yeah. Even that movie's creepy as fuck. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going Denzel makes better ones in these movies. Having said that, do we think? Do we think there's a new generation person who's stepping up to be the old man? Or we like we talk about, is it Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Chris Pine? Is it dudes who are like in their 40s well, who are now the action stars? Well, it's kind of one of those things where you wonder if, I don't know, like in the, in the 70s, there was 50s nostalgia. Yep. So when the 90s come around, is there going to be 50s nostalgia as part of the 70s nostalgia? That's what I kind of wonder with this. Since this next generation didn't really have their own action stars, will they want their own action movies as they get older? Or will it be these old guys will keep making event movies and then the next generation will be on TikTok? What about Will Smith? What about Gemini Man? Well, well I think the box office results <laughs> speak for themselves. Yes. I mean, Liam Neeson has very poor box office results and he keeps cranking them out. Yeah, Liam Neeson's the king of a $20 million opener. Right. Correct. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, and that's the thing. They just don't spend a lot on those movies. It's in Redbox three weeks <laughs> later. Uh, <yeah. laughs> I honestly don't know how, with how much money 
they spent on Gemini Man and how little money it made that it doesn't ruin him and Ang Lee's career. Agreed. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin's a good pick because the same guys who loved him in uh, No Country, which is almost an action movie, might be looking for something dumber yeah. for well, him. Well, I, I think The Rock is also... He's going to do some The Rock's... Uh, the, he's the transition one. We talk about a transition star from, like, the old to the new, you know? But the problem is The Rock is only an action star. Like, Josh Brolin was in movies, like you're talking about, No Country right. for Old yeah. Men. Yeah. Like, Josh Brolin has made high-caliber movies. Do you think we, think we but, get to the point where The Rock tries for an Oscar? And finds Ooh. it tries to be like some like football player with PTSD and like like goes hardcore on like an Oscar. Oh, I'm I'm sure he'll try it once and it'll be so bad it'll turn into a drinking. I can't game. wait for that movie. I don't know what it is or what it's called, but that's gonna be my favorite yeah. movie. <laughs> the Rock crying. Right. <laughs> um, I can't think of any other actors. Though. I'm going with Josh Brolin. Yeah, no, uh, Josh, Josh, Josh Brolin's a solid all, pick. Yeah, because who else is say if we're going from that decade from like the oddies, who else is from that that's even like an actor? Of that age, who could age up? I can't really think of anybody. And there are people who I think are, are like a similar age that I just don't ever see making it. Like Sam Rockwell. I don't think Sam Rockwell has any interest or ever would want to make this kind of Because you know what? Also, a lot of those guys like that have Ooh. already done that. Tran- like I, Christian I Bale one. would be someone you would maybe talk about like that yeah. if he hadn't already done The Dark Knight. Yeah. Daniel Craig could be one. I mean, he's James Bond. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but if And he, then he if made he that Cowboys past- versus Aliens. But he was... I mean, I don't know how old he was when he got... I doing a Taken, James- you know what I mean? Yeah. In like 10 years, if he doesn't have but anything his, else. But his James Bond <laughs> and Taken are so fucking sick. Oh, See, I, 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 I think with him, it'll be the opposite. Once he's done with James Bond, he'll never do an action Agreed. movie again. Yeah. He's going to try his best to get that Oscar, and he won't, but... I also wonder Matt Damon because Matt Damon has I mean the Bourne are so successful oh, Affleck Affleck his, would definitely well, here's here's why I <laughs> since I, I Matt think, Damon I think Damon could pull it off no, no, not Affleck his try to go back into non-action movies has not been successful yeah yeah so at some point he may well, be like you know what shit was working for me just being fucking Jason Bourne but you know yeah. what see I I think both of them maybe could because their last couple efforts has sort of pulled in that crowd. The, the accountant, that room oh, smelled that like... The accountant is a good choice. Yeah, it's right. like the first of his string if you yeah. had to pick one. That room smelled like Ben Gay. There was a lot of old people in there. Yeah, it the accountant's taken with an pick. autistic person. Yeah. No, and, that's you know, it's, really... It's part of that genre of autism is magic that I fucking hate. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Ben Affleck might be... Might be Especially now that he's not Batman waters. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. The, the question is, when does Ben Affleck realize... I mean, I think Ben Affleck is a good director. I think he's made Liv, some good movies. Have you guys movies. seen Live By Night? That's taken with a gangster flick. <laughs> I just think <laughs> for him to fully go into those waters, he has to decide, I'm not going to make any more movies. Yeah. I'm just going to act in movies. Or I'm just going to show up on set every day. He almost turned us back around. Like, when he was in Gone Girl and stuff, man, yep. I, yeah. wanted the, I wanted the Ben Affleck res- he, see, he, we, so we, bad, we, we, and then it did not happen. I'm positive I've talked about this before, but... <laughs> It's, it's unrelated to this topic, but the best Ben Affleck roles are the roles where he's supposed to be a bad actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like Hollywood, Argo. Hollywood Land, Argo, and uh, and uh, Gone Girl, where he's supposed to be like you don't really believe him. <laughs> right. That's a good point. That's fair. So I don't know what that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ben Affleck's best role will Maybe. always be Mallrats. I mean, yeah, I, I think Matt Damon, Josh Brolin, those are probably no, I love, the I next love those. generation. Those are fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think Josh Brolin I'm, fits the category. What's the, what's, he hasn't really done action movies, and he could. What's yeah. that Charlie Bronson movie that, that uh, Bruce Willis just remade? Oh, uh, God. Oh, yeah, I know you're talking about uh, Death Wish. Death, Death Wish. Wish. That's, that's what I'm trying to imagine. People go in a Death Wish movie, and yeah. I could totally imagine Josh Brolin and Matt Damon yep. in a Death Wish movie. <laughs> The Death Wish is such a perfect like. Death Wish might be a little micro- under them, but yeah. Oh, it's such a, like a perfect example of what all these movies try to do be. You, exactly. Do you remember that ten years before that they also remade Death Wish under a different name with Kevin Bacon? Mm-mm. No, it was awful. The director of Saw, I'm pretty sure, was who did it. James Wan. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it, it was really fucking bad. It was called something like Death Notice or something. But actually, it was specifically th- a remake of Death Wish Two. Mm. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. Is that it? I think so. I think that's a great spot to end on that <laughs> useless fucking trivia. I think so too. I wait, wait, one. Liam Neeson worse than Transformers. Denzel better Look, than Transformers. Agreed. I, I don't agree with that. I think. I think. 
there's there's a, a, a sheer amount of prolificness in in Liam Neeson's work where you can just shit on more of his movies. But I think he's made other good things in the meantime. He's not, he's not necessarily the star like Denzel. I don't know. I, I think I we're downgrading Denzel a lot and upgrading Liam. A I lot. think I give I, Liam. <laughs> I think I give Liam better than Transformers just for the phone singing taken, just for how much that caught on. Okay. Uh, but Denzel definitely better. Yeah. No. Course. I mean, there's no doubt. It's, it's Denzel. Just, it's so interesting that this happened to both of these guys. Right around the same time, right. yep. and they're still just churning them out. Yeah, and I think it's interesting that it's something that nobody's talking about. That action movies are just for old dudes now. I think partially because they're afraid they'll break the spell. If you say, "Oh, this is for old dudes," old dudes are going to be like, "Oh, going to a fucking action movie now says my dick doesn't work." Yeah, I'm not going to go do that. Yeah, well, the, all the they make superhero movies now. That's like the young person's action. Yeah, I mean, movie. that's what I'm yeah. saying. I, I feel like I feel like the action movies are now the power fantasies for right. for like the baby boomer generation. Right. And when that dies out, who knows what'll be I next? Mean, comic, pop, comic movies are just action movies with better special effects. I mean, yeah, that's the change, are. you know. No matter what Martin Scorsese says. <laughs> yeah, and that's the subject. <laughs> <laughs> Trying out new catchphrases there. Man. I dig it. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that's it for our Old Man Rage episode. What have we been watching, guys? Uh, could I go first in case I need to storm out? Sure. This it. goes long. Um, well, uh, right off the bat, uh, actually, I won't start with the good stuff. I'll I'll start with the other stuff first. Uh, <laughs> You know, I, I said on the last podcast that Sarah came back from New York with a John Groff obsession. So we've been watching Looking, which I don't know if you're familiar with the show. It only lasted for two seasons. It's and there's a movie. And there's a movie. It's basically uh, girls for gay dudes. It's just all gay dudes, but girls. Uh, you know, but like girls, the same sort of jokes, the same writing. You know what I meant. Don't laugh. Don't laugh at me for being you, Ian. It's exactly like the show I Girls, like but starring gay dudes. And it's it's okay. I think the part of Girls that was the most annoying, the fat girl who's a narcissist and naked all the time. Ain't it done him. It was missing in this. I think it actually needs that element because hmm. all these people are just kind of either vaguely likable or vaguely boring. What's girls? I've never. I don't know that. What's this like, like a one word you, sentence? Of the you've show? never watched girls. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's on HBO, right? Yeah, I, I'm aware of its existence, but I just don't know what it's about. It's like looking, but instead of gay guys, <laughs> it's girls. You know what? It, you know what it's like. It's like it's. Is it like a sign? It's like a, a non-glamorous opera? Sex in the City for millennials. Yeah. Okay. Damn, so like a, so that like, is so succinct. Well done. Yeah. So it's like a drama sex in the city. Well, I mean, it's still a comedy, and it's oh. still pretty fun. It's, it's where Adam life. Driver comes from, and the show is worth watching just for how fucking batshit crazy he is on it. Okay. I, I, I'll check I, it out. I would give the show slightly better than Transformers, even though the ending episode ruins it. So is girls or looking better? I'd say that about, oh, I'd say that about girls. I can't say about looking yet. Right now, I'd say looking better. I'd say better than Transformers. At least two of the three characters are endearing and it's worth watching. If if you don't enjoy watching dudes make out, it might not be your thing. But I don't really have that much of a problem with that. So I, I'm, I'm fine. Uh, also on HBO, I've been watching some show called Room 104. Yeah, and I can't, how yeah. is that? I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell you what it's about or if it's good. That's made I just, by the Duplass brothers, right? Yeah. yeah. I just know it encourages me to watch the next episode. Those are weird sons of bitches, those Duplass brothers. I like the shit they've made, though. What have they made? The du- they they the made Duplass a Wild brothers. West Country. They made, they made, didn't they make that time travel movie? What time travel movie? The, uh, fuck, the one with Mark Duplass in it. I don't know. I feel like we should only be calling the Safety Coen not brothers. Oh, like the yeah, Duplass yeah, yeah. brothers haven't earned the right. Let's call well, them by separate I mean, names. <laughs> I've never watched any of these movies, but they're the guys who really started the whole like mumblecore, you know, uh, fucking fad of just movies with shaky cameras where people sad things said sad things to each other. And I'm not sure they've started it, but they've definitely taken it into a very weird the, direction. Okay, yeah. they're the guys who popularized it. I yeah. Think. And um, every every episode takes place in the same hotel room. Every episode it tries to be a different genre. Some of them, uh, you know, land it, and some of them don't. But for some reason, I want to keep watching it. So I would give it a better than Transformers just for that. And finally, uh, an HBO uh, all for all three. I know I, it. I watched uh, I watched uh, Watchmen. 
And uh, so you're the one who watches I the Watchmen. I did. I killed my HBO the day after Game of Thrones season finale. It is. <laughs> I stole my HBO, and whoever I was stealing with it, they killed it. <laughs> it kind of snuck up on me too, because I was going to suggest, hey, we should all read Doomsday Clock, and when Watchmen premieres, we should do a Doomsday, which is the better uh, Watchmen sequel thing. But then it just came on this week, so fuck it. Uh, but I, I liked it a lot. I thought it was really good. Uh, you know, if you're someone who hates Damien Lindoff, you're probably going to hate this. But, <laughs> but if you're someone who liked it, I a would say... A lot of mystery boxes, what you mean by that? I would just say, if you dislike him because of Lost, but like The Leftovers, this is more like Leftovers. Okay. And I really, really uh, enjoyed it. Uh, Sarah was really frustrated with the end of it. She was like... How long are we going to have to wait to find out what the shit is that's going on? Who's but the main star? Is it Regina King? It is Regina King. Okay. I don't want to say too much about the main stars because I don't want to spoil it. And there's definitely... But she is the lead, I mean, though, the, the trailers make it clear that she's one of the main people. Well, they make it seem like someone else is a lead, and that may not be true. Okay. But... Uh, yeah, because that's my next... Is Jeremy, I heard Jeremy Irons isn't in it a Jer- lot. Jeremy Irons is in it... He is definitely the only person who you know from the beginning is a character from the old Watchmen. There's another character that hasn't debuted yet that don't read IMDb if you don't want to be spoiled yeah. because it's a Watchmen character that's going to show up. So they're going to have two like original comic books. Right. Ooh, I think I got to watch it. I think I might. I, I think I might get. HBO. Man, I really liked it. Who's Who's the guy who plays Delmer in? Uh, but Tim Blake Nelson. Yes. Tim Blake Nelson Good is pull. in it. Has the best fucking scene in it. It's fucking awesome. I mean, he's great in everything. Oh, I know. that. He's the best part of Buster Scruggs. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I think if Game of Thrones hasn't killed people's goodwill, this could be the new HBO show. The first episode's really good. Better than Transformers. Only one season, too, they said. So, oh, really? They're yeah. only doing they're one not season? Gonna, they may do, they're they, not going to commit to that if it's yeah, successful. Damon Linnell said he came up with a one-season story arc. It's, he did see, for Lost too. See that makes <laughs> and me, that didn't stop them. That makes me think that it'll be like good then, because maybe yeah. it's like a fully thought out, self contained story. Yeah. I, I'll also say if you've only watched the movie, this is definitely a sequel to the, the comic. comic. Yeah. And yeah, I gotta, I gotta read the comics. I don't know it that well. Like I know like enough of it. Well, but. I, would you like me to spoil the big difference for you? Yeah. Because I'll first of all it's say a if very big spoiler. If, if you're if you're if you're if you're if you're listening to this and you haven't read Watchmen. Read Watchmen. Don't listen to this spoiler. But just it's the the big twist at the end is not Doctor Manhattan blows up uh, New York. It's that Ozymandias has a giant squid monster teleport into New York that is supposed to be an alien that kills like a million people, and that plays into this. There's a okay. if you don't know that there's a scene that's fucking bizarre. So that really happens then, right? Yeah. Okay, so then this is taking place like post a million people died from the squid monster. Yeah. Gotcha. I think I'll give it a shot. I also want to every, yeah, every Sunday at nine? Eight. Eight. Okay. All right, I, I got a boogie, you guys. So if you want to just edit to or I respond to what you say, here's a, that shit was dope or you're fucking stupid. <laughs> so you can just put either one. You're welcome. Sounds things. great. Yeah. Thank you. We don't even need you anymore. We just got those sound bites <laughs> That's <now>. correct. <laughs> I'll, I'll go next. I, I'll quick. I only watched really one thing, which was uh, Zombie Land. Double tap. Double tap, and better than Transformers. It's really, really good. There's a new character, Madison, who comes in that they find like another survivor, and she like steals every scene she's in. She's like super funny, and uh, this other new character named Berkeley. They definitely could do another one. Uh, Rosario Dawson comes in as Nevada. Um, cool. The new characters are as good as the old ones. Abigail Breslin got a lot older. Yeah. And I wish they would have like covered her up a little bit more. There's some uncomfortable scenes with what she's wearing, but other than that, it was like kind of kind of good. Woody Harrelson's hilarious. Jesse Eisenberg. He's he's kind of weird. When I rewatched the first one, I, that's the other thing I watched the first one this week. That movie hasn't aged well as far as like his role in it. You know what I mean? He's kind of creepy as far as like his his whole shtick. But um, yeah, I would say better than Transformers. Um, the the, the special effects are great. Zombie Kill of the Week, and they do a Zombie Kill of the Year. Oh, good. And it's it's super funny. Um, and yeah, I, Emma Stone's getting a, getting a little older. That was one of my other takeaways. There's some scenes where I don't know. I, I mean, just, honestly, since I look, yeah, there's a scene where she's in bed with Jesse Eisenberg, where I'm like, Ooh, the lighting say, isn't great. I, you know, I, I don't think that's a good direction for for me or this podcast to go <laughs> is shaming women for aging. But like Emma Stone looks noticeably different since La La Land versus before La La Land. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, so the, I thought 
Better than Transformers. The first one's probably a little better, but the second one doesn't like shit the bed. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's pretty impressive for yeah, a comedy yeah. sequel. Because that does not happen very yeah. often. Yeah, it, it, it lands more than it doesn't. So good, cool. What you guys got? I watched. Well, I finished up Assassination Classroom. Cool. The end of the second season. Highly recommend it. Better than Transformers. It's a it's a it's a solid story. Uh, that's the, the walrus thing. It's a squid. I think it's the last week. I also watched Assassination <laughs> Classroom. Uh huh. And, Did uh, you watch the whole thing? No, I watched first season, and uh, it's a it's it's a ton of fun and surprisingly incredibly wholesome. Yeah, no, like, for sure. Like it's uh, it's really shocking how like strange of a concept it is, and then every episode being like, "Well, he's the best teacher we've ever had. Yeah, this I mean, guy it, cares for us it, in a way that no one else has." It's and, it's all just like goofy schoolhouse hijinks. Yeah, but with this. Subcurrent of of just this bizarre circumstance. Yeah, it's a it's a fun show. There's a really good episode in the first season that really kind of like highlights what you're talking about, which is like they're at a um, like a school, um, whatever uh, the meeting. They're they're all all the classes are there, yep. and they keep picking on him. And there's shit going on that the kids in class E realize, but no one else does. And so like it's it's a really good like descriptor of what the whole show right well is. You, i think initially you think the show is going to be it's like the students versus this creature but it very much becomes like the students and the teacher versus like the, the world. school yeah. and the world yeah it, it's we're it's it's a very strange dynamic but it's a lot of fun i recommend it yeah i watched the netflix movie the laundromat which was uh steven soderbergh's attempt at the big short it's about the panama papers yep and uh you know the the rich essentially having the means and ability to uh, avoid having to pay any taxes or you know hide their money for all you know it's the Panama Papers it's got a fuck ton of people in it yeah so it's it's told as kind of a series of vignettes of people who have been affected in some way by this law firm that that got exposed by the Panama Papers that was creating yeah. all these shell companies but like one of the main stories is Meryl Streep who's married to James Cromwell. And she, you know, it's Meryl Streep. She's good at it. Uh, the, the main two people that, that kind of, they're like talking to the camera, like fourth wall narrating kind of thing, are Antonio, Antonio Banderas and uh, Gary Oldman, who are the lawyers who own the firm that was creating all these companies. Uh, I hate when people it's got, it's got David Schwimmer. It's got Jeffrey Wright. It's got Robert Patrick. It's got, I like Robert Patrick. Yeah. T-800. T-1000, buddy. Arnold's the T-800. Well, it's got Will I Forte. It's got Chris <laughs> Parnell. It's got that guy who is Zoro Zohan Doxus from yeah. Game of Thrones. I don't know. Just every, every scene, you're just like, that person's in this? Uh, it's not good. <laughs> I don't recommend it. It's worse than Transformers. Isn't there another movie coming out that's just like this here I'm, soon? I'm not sure. But Let's go back and listen to our fall movie preview because I'm pretty sure we I think it's got Adam Driver in it. It's got Adam Driver in it. Oh, no, yeah, there definitely is. I think it's... Yeah. What is that called? Adam Driver's in a lot of dramas. He, he wants... The you know, Report. He, he wants, the Report. That's he wants what an Oscar. Talk about a guy who could turn into the, the new Denzel Washington... What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> hey, Adam Did Driver. you just say Adam Driver is going to be the next the Denzel new Washington guy? Make what? the next action guy. Shut the fuck up. William Neeson. He can make <laughs> that Jesus turn. Christ. <laughs> uh, I do want to watch the movie that's coming on Netflix for him, the the, the marriage or divorced, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, because I'm out of Assassination Classroom, I'm going to watch, uh, the wife and I just started watching the new season of Chef Show, which is more fun than it should be. It's just Jon yeah. Favreau and, uh, and Roy Choi, his celebrity chef. Sidekick, essentially. Sidekick, essentially. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot that. of fun. I might try that out. Yeah, it, 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 again, there's, there's nothing to it. It's not even like a formatted cooking show, Correct. really. Yeah. It's just kind of they go places, they bring a camera crew, and they fuck around, and John Favreau just tries to do everything. Yeah, I mean, I, like, there's no formula. Like he said, it's just people having fun in a kitchen. Well, like, like and some they film it. sometimes it's with Seth Rogen. Sometimes it's with some fancy yeah. Michelin star chef. You know, just there's there's no. Uh, I like hot ones, so I can kind of get on board with that. Yeah, no, I, I love food shows. They're just yeah, fun. Yeah. So yeah, I, oh yeah. Speaking of hot ones, I watched the hot ones of uh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. God, he's so fucking affable. Yeah, it's just it's unbelievable. I like that he ate the entire one of every well, single one uh, in one bite. Yeah, <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> no one asked him to. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a good time. I recommend that. Too. It made me want to try making cauliflower wings. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna give it a shot. I ate a lot of cauliflower, so. I uh, I didn't watch that. Is that all you watched? Yep. Better than Transformers on the hot ones. All of it? Everything. No, it's not true. Laundromat's <laughs> worse. Uh, I didn't watch too much. I uh, I watched Assassination Classroom, what we talked about. I watched 
Modern Love on Amazon, which is a new Amazon Prime show. It's based on a New York Times column where people basically tell their like love story, and the show is like fictionalized versions of stories that people have written in. Um, it's only eight episodes. It's like an anthology series. Um, different writers, directors, different actors for every single one. You know, it, overall, I would say it's better than Transformers. There's one with Kristen Melody that I loved. I thought was great. There's one with Tina Fey that I loved. I thought was great. And those two like aren't traditional love stories. Um, the Kristen Melody one is uh, basically about a single woman. In, they're all in New York City, too. Uh, it's Kristen, uh, New York City, and her doorman is like her filter for her boyfriends. And uh, it's really, really interesting. Like, it's just a fun dynamic. Uh, and uh, the Tina Fey one, it's her and the guy who played Howard Stark. John Slattery. John Slattery. Or and, Mad Men. No, yeah. Let's not, <laughs> not shortchange um, him. <laughs> he, they're a couple on the verge of divorce, and they're going through counseling, and uh, it was just, it's really interesting. Um, it, 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 it's a good show. I'd recommend it. it's better than Transformers. I did read a lot last week. Um, I read, I started, I'll work backwards, I started uh, Dune, which is fucking confusing. Really? That's supposed to be like the next big movie next yeah, year. Yeah, Denny Villeneuve is making it. Mm-hmm. And, I love uh, I love him. Yeah, he's made great. It's why I wanted to read the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I have never watched the original movie. I was tempted to now that I've started it, but I'm going to wait till I finish it. Frank Herbert does this weird thing where he gives you, does the, author, or the reader no favors. And normally I like that. Like, don't treat me like I'm an idiot. But when you make up a language and the people are using that language and uh-huh. you don't offer any context clues what that fucking word meant, yeah, it's, hard. it's really annoying. Like, for example, he comes up with titles and places and I hear it's like things. Game of Thrones, but in space. Yeah, I mean, it's similar to that. Like, yeah. it's, you know, competing heads and power structures and stuff like that. But then he also uses, like, normal words, like Baron and Prince and Duke. But it'll be right next to some bizarre yeah. alien word you've never, you know. It, it's strange. Uh, I'll keep going, but I don't love it yet. Timothy Chalamet starred in the movie. He is. Ugh. That cast is great, though. Except Josh, him. Oscar Isaacs, Josh Brolin... A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of good people. He's the worst. I read Vox Machina Origins. Oh, yeah. The, that came out on paperback. Yeah, I brought it if you want to borrow it. Maybe. If you don't, <laughs> that's fine. Uh, it's pretty good. You know, I love Critical Role better than Transformers. And the thing that I expect you to give me the most shit for is I started re- I, I read all <laughs> of uh, Bob Iger's book, Ride of a Lifetime. Uh, Bob Iger is the CEO yeah, of the yeah, Disney Corporation. Yeah. Very interesting. Normally, I'm not one for a CEO, like, rules of leadership. I thought, yes, I was say, is it like a biography? Is it like a... I think he intended it to be the rules of leadership, but it's 100% more of a memoir. Hmm. And that dude has been a part of some of the just crazy shit. Not just when he was CEO of Disney, but he was in, like, how he got started with sports broadcasting. And so he's the one who put on, like, the Jamaican bobsled team, like, on the map in the 84 Olympics. Eddie the Eagle, he's the guy who put him on television, like... He greenlit Twin Peaks. Like, he just did a lot of shit that I didn't know he was related to. Kind of makes sense how he ended up CEO of Disney, honestly. And But it, really interesting. Um, again, if you like Marvel, Star Wars, fucking Pixar shit, it's an interesting to read how he came up with it. Uh, his relationship with Steve Jobs was fascinating. I mean, I really recommend it. Better than Transformers. Oh, sounds like a good read. Yeah, I did it in like 18 hours. Like, I just couldn't put it down. But, interesting. Mm-hmm. Is that it? That's it. All right. I know we say this every week, but do we have a plan for next week? Halloween episode. Oh, have. yeah, it's Halloween. We're we'll going to do, do, what, Wes Craven versus... I don't know. We'll do something spooky for Halloween. <laughs> something <laughs> spooky. I, don't I hope that's just the name of the episode. <laughs> I don't care what we yep. do. Yep. Something spooky. That's all it should be. Sweet. Well, thank you guys for uh, for joining us. Please rate and like and subscribe and tell your friends. It's a really great way to get the podcast out there and uh, improve our listenership. If you want to get in touch with us, uh, give us other episode suggestions, tell us Denzel or Liam Neeson movies or other things that in general that we missed about this topic, uh, you can reach us at realphoniesgmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at realphonies and on Instagram at real underscore phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for our and Brian Velasquez for our theme. See you guys later. Later.